0: Everybody and welcome back to episode 12 of the pre-production meeting. I'm your co-host Josh Urquhart. My name is Austin Scott. And welcome back to another week. Now this week is another special week, but before we get into the specialness of it, Austin, how was your week, my friend?
1: Uh let's go with a nine and a half. Nine and a half. Nine and a half. A lot of logistics got tackled. Yeah. Um, meetings were had. More meetings are to be had. Yep. And um, not gonna lie, there was a day where I was kind of like, oh, is this gonna be worth it kind of deal? That it was happens. A, bit of a bit of a down day, Yep. Uh, as I'm sure we'll get
0: into, but yep. um, yeah,
1: I'm back, I'm back in it.
0: Out of, okay, say 100% is completed, the film. Now I know this is a big thing. What do you reckon out of, you know what, no, let's just do pre-production. Pre-production yeah. wise, out of 100%, where would you say you're at?
1: Well over 50.
0: Well over 50? Yeah,
1: I'd say around the 60% mark. That's right? a good number. Yep.
0: We're climbing each week. Exactly right, yep. We're climbing each week and we got so I know some of the stuff you've told me, some of the stuff you haven't yet. So I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Cool, cool. Um, And I, I, I have some progress as well, a little bit. Can't it, was, wait. it was a bit of a rush because this week I was working most weeks and we're filming this a day earlier than we usually do. Yep, so I had absolutely. one day to do stuff. 100%. But we got some stuff done. Absolutely. And without further ado, awesome. No. why do we have an, a, a different angle today?
1: Well, you know why that is.
0: Yes. And that's, why
1: is it? Everybody, We've got a guest. We
0: have a guest. We've got a guest. <laughs> oh, we have a guest. <laughs> Amazing. Awesome. Well, today, our guest <laughs> is our most established guest we've had. She is a multi-award winning, triple threat, producer, writer, director, picking up awards for her debut short film, Bad Beats, such as Best Short Film, Best Crime Film, Best Producer, Best Student Film times four at festivals such as Andromeda, Los Angeles, New York International, Vienna Indie, Venice Shorts, and Paris International Shorts. Jesus Christ. She recently did a TED Talk at TEDx Sydney. She's got two films in post-production. She's a book adapter, close the chapter, and although her money may decrease, you'll bet her next film is a period piece. It's Lexi Gordon. (laughs) <laughs> oh, fuck. I am out of breath.
2: I didn't know I was sitting with a rapper. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That fuck. was good.
0: I'm sweating. Lexi, how are you? I'm
2: impressed. That was really good. I'm better yeah. now. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's an ego boost.
0: <laughs> oh, mate. Well, I was actually speaking to you on, your, on the way here, and this isn't your first podcast, right?
2: No. I was actually on one last week with this um. This guy and he does one called like um, teenage shit talk. Yep, yep. Which was cute. He's from school. He's looking to go to JMC. Oh, yep. There you go. Um, and he just wanted to kind of hear about my experience. Really nice guy. Yep. Yeah, and this is cool.
0: this, but this is your first in studio. First in studio, and
2: then another in studio in go. a week and a half. Oh, it's shoot. a
0: really good first in Aww. studio one because we got a new setup today. If you guys are seeing this, and <laughs> yeah. if none of the footage crashes, then hopefully you see the beautiful LEDs and the backdrop. And Lexi, you're our first guest to experience this. So I
2: know I did set the LED color. <laughs> you did. <laughs> I did. Congratulations. I was, was honoured.
0: Now I did list a bunch of accolades that you have, which is pretty impressive by the way. Congratulations. Yes, massive congratulations. There was one more accolade that I wanted to mention, but we'll get to that. Out of all those things I just mentioned, what do you reckon you would hold the highest? Now there is one that I didn't mention, which is the 70% um, uh, female based Uh. crew, which you hold very highly. Mm. That combined with what I just said, what would you rank at the highest?
2: Oh, it's so different. I feel like you can't, it's not a rank. They're so different. Like the awards are one thing, mm-hmm. the TEDx thing is an experience. Yep. But then I feel like the experience of TEDx can be packed in with the 70% female.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think, um, oh. It's a hard one. No. Nah,
0: it's like when people ask, what's your favorite movie? <laughs> yeah, no,
2: that's different because that's tough. all in the same genre. It's <laughs> like okay, the same. Yeah. Like fair, This fair. is like different columns. Yep, yep, yep. I don't know. I mean, the 70% female one was amazing just mm-hmm. to see like women fit so comfortably into a crew and have that much confidence and flexibility and mm-hmm. to feel appreciated was incredible. Yep, The TEDx one was just an awesome experience, networking yep. wise, mm-hmm. opportunity wise, confidence wise.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and the awards are great. I mean, <laughs> a lot of, we love awards. We love Laurel. We love awards. Yeah.
0: But our banks don't love the awards, do our they? Our
2: banks don't. Josh and I have a habit of getting carried away. Austin, don't do that. Well,
1: that's, that's the
0: thing I'm slowly going towards as we
1: were talking about, I'm mm. like, oh. Uh, Budget might have to be increased. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, Oh,
0: fine. I haven't actually budgeted it for the film festival circuit. <laughs> well, that's fine.
2: Put it at least a grand away.
0: <laughs> yeah, literally <laughs> it's man. It's a bridge to cross when we get this. So. It's like an addiction. No, it literally it is. is. It's like, because, yeah, it's like sports festival.
2: <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you guys gonna talk about sports bet addiction? <laughs> yeah, we. Oh, <are.
0: laughs> <laughs> uh, guys, gamble responsibly, oh, please. God, <laughs> I'm getting
2: targeted adverts at the moment. <laughs> Yeah, where it's like gamble responsibly. We take gambling very responsibly
0: (laughs) because we take it so responsibly. Guys, we got to get our film budget somehow. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. Yeah, if it pays off,
1: you've got to film.
0: Yeah, exactly. If you get that grand jackpot, exactly. Holy shit, you're sorted. I'll
2: talk to you guys about my gambling later. (laughs) No, I found something that works and I'm still up as a result.
0: Oh my Tips, God. Please, Tips, please. Yeah, oh, mate.
2: I'm pretty good.
0: Fuck it, well, there you go. <laughs> well, um, okay, well, that's a little, okay. So you, you, they're all different experiences. You can't really yes. rank yeah, them, right? Exactly. All right, cool. So let's start this off. Oh, your things have just updated. Is it updated? Yep,
1: oh. take it away, my friend. There you go. So I wanted to get into like how you got into film. Like, um, you know, what were your main inspirations? Like what just happened? What were your main inspirations and in- the reason why you got into film like was there like a favorite sort of movie you had when you were younger or like family with filmmakers and stuff like that like what got you into this industry Make, wanting to make films, mm. but a heads up, I could get
2: a video up. I somewhere on my phone. <laughs> oh, no, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a video of me when I was six with my brother, and he's standing behind me, and I'm like, "Alrighty, action!" And I like, <laughs> and we like act out this whole scenario. I only found that recently. Oh, yeah, right. no, it started that far <laughs> back. But um, we found like a bunch of home videos, and it was like me sitting with my cousin making her act, and like. I used to do stop motion a lot. I used to write really? like books a lot when I was younger, like little novelettes, whatever. Jeez. Um, nice but it was really funny because i saw a video of like me kind of talking over my poor cousin Liv, and we you were like sitting off. there as like yeah as like <laughs> six-year-olds and i'm like shut up and i'm like telling the story <laughs> and there's like a lot of suspense i'm like maybe that's where it started oh, yeah, there you right. go. Yeah. um but my mom actually wanted to be a film director oh uh, yeah that's
0: something um, i only f- found out when you told me the other mm, day that's crazy
2: yeah well i only found out recently too. <laughs> <laughs> that was news <used> to me
0: <laughs> but um
2: <laughs> no she's amazing but she and i don't even know who was like a friend at the time that like she was born in south africa mm-hmm. she'd just come like moved to sydney with her family mm. and um she before reality shows were a thing and yep. like you know home finders and real estate and luxury listings and stuff she wanted to do one of those shows yeah. Yeah. and she right. pitched it and Foxtel before foxtail was big was like we'll take it and then she was like who are you because mm. fox <laughs> was random yep. so they're like not not worth it so they didn't I'm team, still like to. Foxtel. Which was,
0: oh, you mean Foxtel said that to them?
2: No, Foxtel said like. See,
0: I would say to Foxtel now, who are you? Because yeah. they're, they're just,
2: <laughs> just they just kind of dipped. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> they were there for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so she, yeah, so she didn't get into it, but she went into interior design, which is kind of the same thing. Yeah, but yeah, in the 100%. architectural field, it's literally like same pre-production, same organization, same crew, if you want to call it that, mm. same post-production process. It's yep. she literally does what I do, but for interior design right, and
1: architecture. Okay.
0: Would she ever is- PD a film?
2: Ooh, set build. That would be interesting. Yeah.
0: Do you reckon you would get ah. her to create one of your sets?
2: Should definitely say no, but <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's not about whether she, I wanted to, whether she would do it. I did try to invite her to come on the most recent film because I feel mm. like she is very, very supportive of my career. Yeah. yeah, And I think it would be cool for her to kind of, cause she does kind of live like, love watching me live my dreams because it was her dreams too. 100%, yeah. Um, I wanted her to come, but timing didn't have it that way. Cause I think that would be exciting. I feel her. like we
0: should have got her mum on the podcast, not her. <laughs> yeah.
2: Guys, if she would have got my mum is, she would have dominated. She would have been interviewing you guys. <laughs> what happens if we got your mum and
0: the Foxtel exec in the same room? That would be interesting. That would be some, you know, fireworks back and forth, I reckon. Let's just hit record and then leave them. Just yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah. We're going to take those <laughs> Take those glasses out of the room. Yeah, just this padding comes in handy, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. Throw each other against the wall. Oh, God. Missed opportunities. <laughs> well, uh, go. So, yeah. Yeah. So would she help you build a set? No, why not?
2: Um, She's a busy woman. Busy at the moment she's running 13 projects, which is the equivalent of 13 films at the same time.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah, getting so one she's off the ground. And how, well. long, how long do they take like those projects?
2: Like a year or two. Cause each. that's the same as a, f-
0: a film takes, yeah, you know, a from lot. start to end about a year. Would you yeah, say? It's huge. Even a short. Well, sure, the the ones that uh, the features take mm, longer. Yeah. Um. But speaking about sets, you need a lot of sets, um, a lot of set design in your films because for some reason, going off the trends of the films that you've made, for some reason you make it so hard for yourself, and you do period pieces every bloody time. And <laughs> that takes know. us to one of my questions: <laughs> What is it about period pieces and making films in kind of a different time period that tickles that creative bone? when mm. it comes to creating films <laughs>
2: Tickles my creative. Yeah,
0: what, what makes <laughs> yeah. you want to keep creating them um, period pieces mm. in particular
2: aesthetically i mean beautiful yeah visually like captivating mm-hmm. um hmm. i think also the stories that come from that time it was a more Definitely. complex period in the world not that today isn't we've got social media it's different it's yeah. a different kind of complexity now yeah yep. but i think then it was just so fascinating like they had like world war one they had you know, the Cold War, World War Two. they had the Vietnam War, like there was just so much tension in the world and such a lack of communication. And yep. I don't know, I just think it's so fascinating. So does, experiences the, does
0: that mean you take, does that mean tension plays a big part of your films?
2: Yeah, 100%. Tension right. and suffering.
0: So, I
1: know. wow. Oh, geez, well, do you know what? Intense. To touch on that. Yeah, I remind know. me never
0: to cross you. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Beth and I were talking the other day and we were saying that we wish that there was like an adult sort of course on like, things you should know, kind of thing. Mm. I didn't know what the Cold War was. Like I knew obviously it was a Cold War, but I was mm. like, what was the Cold War? Mm. So I did the research on that. I didn't know why the Vietnam War happened either. Um, and I didn't know why the World War's happened either. So I did like my history research myself just with my phone on that. They usually just do to get...
2: teach that at school. I'm surprised.
1: I didn't listen at school. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> so it's on you. Yes, it's, not it's, on on it's on me. It's on me. But um, yeah, just um, so... With your films as well, yeah. it's kind of shedding a light on people like me and Beth that mm. don't know these things, mm. and it's I think it's very resourceful. Mm. So, and like you said, their way of life back then is very interesting. Granted that they didn't have all the access to resources we mm. have now today. Mm. Social media, rooms like this, venues like this, LED like lights, <laughs> LED lights. <laughs> Sorry, but um, it's no, it's now. good. It's good to shed a light on that. So <laughs> I respect that as well. That's massive. Yeah.
0: Do you like the researching part of it all? Yeah. 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 Are you yeah, a history it's buff? So
2: fascinating. Um, I, I mean, I studied like for school. I did ancient history, not modern history. Probably should have done modern. <laughs> but, I prefer uh, ancient history. Uh, if too, I were to choose a history, me too. But everything history. I feel like I film is modern history, so <laughs> that's a bit of an issue. But yeah, fair enough. No, it is really fascinating. I love it. I love the research part because yep. everything kind of connects together, and you're like, wow, humans are so fascinating. Hundred percent. Like yep. the decisions they make is just absurd
0: what's your favorite time period to shoot in
2: Oh, I feel like it's always the forties, don't know why. The forties, 1940, 1940? 1840. Mm. 1940s, Jesus. There's 1840s, no, 1940s. Right? I was just sure. It's a difference between skirts and like soldier uniforms.
0: <laughs> oh God. But it, it's difficult to do a period piece as I'm finding mm. now. Yes, finding locations sure. and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, respect it, to you both for that, mm. that's massive. Yeah, cause there's not much architecture left over from the 1800s. You would uh, think- wow, well, Shocker. Uh, uh, shocker, right? <laughs> shocker. So yeah. W- do you like the challenge of it I'm guessing?
2: Yeah, I love the challenge of it, but I also love how immersive it is. Like you see it outside and everyone's wearing these soldier <laughs> uniforms and yeah. everyone's speaking a certain type of language and their accents are there and you know everything there, the whole set build. You walk in and you're in the 1940s and then you call cut. And then everyone, you look at everyone in there and just like hoodies from yeah. like, yeah. you know, like it's just so surreal. I'd imagine it's like a
1: time travel sort of yeah. thing. Like on one side Barry you've yeah. got 1940s yeah. and then on this side, you've got.
2: Every modern person. Yeah. Ever. yeah. And yeah. it's, yeah, no. two different eras. Yeah. It's so cool. It's <laughs> such a weird experience. And oh, then when you mm. watch it on camera, you're like, <laughs> 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 this is nuts. Exactly
0: yeah. right. Yeah. So you said that it was an advantage because you like the tension of that time period. It mm. helps with characters. How about a disadvantage of doing it?
2: expensive Mm. majorly majorly like why because you can't just go to vinnies and get anything you need to you need to make the costume as it needs to be fitted it needs to fit a color palette a standard a Mm. social experience of the time a social Mm. class like now anyone can access copies if they want to wear like a Tommy Hilfiger, and they can't afford it. They get a copy. Yeah, you can wear whatever; it makes no difference. Back then, it was not that way. And no. you know, if they had this sort of coat, where would they get the fur from? Are they geographically placed in somewhere oh. that would have access to those sorts yeah. of resources? What social class are they and should they have access to that? It's like quite specific. Yeah, right. And then just obviously cost of locations on top of production design and costume design, which is already a fortune. <laughs>
0: Do you find <laughs> it hard finding locations that fit the time period nowadays?
2: Uh, nowadays Mm.
0: like do you find yourself kind of making the set more or do you find leftover Uh, kind of locations like on set things when you go uh, you got to
2: do both you can't just Mm. find a location you like every detail matters Mm. um i like i didn't used to have issues with it but then there was this one specific location i had envisioned and I could find it. any place that looked. What was it? So for Sasha's Game, which was the most recent yep, film, yep. we were looking for an apartment, but it needed to have a front door. I, I was hell bent on checkered floors so that it was consistent in a motif throughout the film. It's yep. mm. got chess involved. And then it needed to be, there need to be stairs. So they go upstairs to the top floor of the apartment. Yeah. So they need to go through two flights of stairs and the apartment needs to be on the left-hand side. Oh God, but the rooms so need to be small enough. Yeah, And there needed to be a window facing outside. But the bedrooms had to be kind of falling apart a bit. Uh, that it makes was your so little specific. kitchen,
0: dining room, and bedroom seem like a little yeah, baby. There's, there's <laughs> specifics, there's, there's things there's you need to hit. It was so rough. It was so rough.
2: But yeah, we found something in like, I mean, it worked. We had to cheat the hell out of it. But um, I like, hopefully it works. I mean, it looks good so far, but like, there's a lot of compromise for sure. 100%. What, mm. what, what,
0: so you've done, what time periods have you done and what films?
2: Uh, so bad done, Beat was 1950s. Yep. Um, Sasha's game was 1930s to 1970s. Yep. Um, in
0: London? Was uh, which one? The first, bad, was yeah, Bad Beat, bad in Beat was
2: in England, mm. in like a fictional city, Fairview yep. Hills. Um, you made that up. Mm, seems like Gotham's made up, but it's in New York, you know? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know they have a harbour bridge in New York or Gotham? One of them.
2: Isn't that just Queens?
0: No, Wait, what? they have, they have so oh, the harbor the bridge, City? you know the the Sydney harbor bridge mm. was based off this harbor bridge in Gotham and it shows up in the TV show Gotham.
2: I love that show. Yeah, right. Have you finished it?
0: I have not.
2: So you haven't seen the Joker yet.
0: I have seen the Joker. He does a good I've job. seen the very last segment where he turns into spoiler Batman. Believe it or not. Wait, what? Have you not seen it? I
2: have. That doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It does. two
2: different shows. The very (laughs)
0: last episode, the very last moment, he turns into Batman.
2: The Joker turns into Batman. No. (laughs) That's a fucking plot twist.
0: Lexi. Oh yeah,
2: you're talking about the The Joker turns into- Bruce Wayne. Oh, Bruce Wayne.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought,
0: (laughs) sure.
2: I was like, that would be such a plot twist. I have
0: not seen that. Oh shit, no. Um, Bruce Wayne turns, he was kind of always- Yeah, but like he fully, doesn't matter. Remember. Besides the, I point. It, not the point. Yeah. yeah. Next question. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs>
2: Moving
0: on. You're, you're, awesome. you're an next. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. It's right. You do yours, so we can like break it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um,
1: to touch on the previous question, I asked you, like, what's what like what has filmmaking taught you about yourself? As I'd imagine, Ooh. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot about myself throughout this process, and I think that's why I didn't do it at JMC was because I wasn't sort of ready to face these sort of things that I not battling, but like it kind of, this process has made me a stronger person mm. kind of deal. Um, and it's taught me a lot. And I just wanted to ask you like, what have you learned about yourself? And what are the biggest lessons you've learned from your filmmaking journeys? That
2: is such that's an a good, in, question. That's
0: such good I want to hear your answer to that <laughs> yeah, as well. Yeah, <laughs> we all need to go around.
2: Yeah. That is so something that isn't spoken about. 100%, yeah, Like you know, it's kind of Fuck like the no. finish survive, and it's because it isn't an easy industry. Oh, no, God, it's totally not, not all fun and games. It's no. not all Zendaya looking incredible on the red carpet. <laughs> it's not that. God. It's it's rough. So resilience, yeah. one for sure.
0: How dare you mention Zendaya You're now? Has, I'm put off. I know. Now <laughs> now I'm put stunning. Off. I'm We on.
2: love Zendaya, we but we love Tom Holland too.
0: <laughs> can't. Don't get us started about Tom <laughs> Don't Holland. Don't <get>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. <sighs> um, But yeah, resilience for sure. I think like definitely being a woman in a male dominated industry specifically at uni was really rough. I'm sure the other female directors would agree. Mm -hmm. It was like really tough and you get undermined, you get spoken over, you get disrespected, you get bitched about. Mm. And I think because directing and, you know, film is a hierarchical process and Mm -hmm. layout. It's just for efficiency reasons. That's the way it's set out. If you're the director or producer, you're at the top, but you need to assert yourself in order to get stuff done on the timeline. You need to get done in the, under the budget you need.
1: Definitely, yeah.
2: And I think a lot of men and sometimes women can get really emasculated and itchy mm. and catty about it. And I found that really tough. Yeah. Like that was quite, for me, I felt that was quite a traumatic experience actually. <coughs> um, but so resilience, definitely one. Yep. And then how I can be calm under pressure during set when oh stuff God. goes wrong, Fuck, being able yeah. to like, yeah, problem solve. To yeah, yeah. I'm,
0: I'm the same. Like even at work, yeah. when things get hella stressful, it's like, bro, this ain't nothing compared to a film set, nothing. bro. You're sweet. Definitely. Especially
2: yeah. like everything last minute falls apart. That's yeah. the game. It's not to scare you, but that is the game.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the young one here. You guys are experiencing am <laughs> just like,
2: <laughs> no, information. No, I'm like, I'm giving you a heads up. You're <laughs> yeah. going to thank me.
1: Yeah, but absolutely. things do
2: fall apart 100%. last minute. It's yeah. how it is. Someone drops out, someone gets COVID, someone's sick. Your hard drive <laughs> fails. Like you need right. a new hard drive, but then you wrangle and then you're late and lunch is caught. Like it's, everything goes wrong always. Mm. Gazebo is flying um, as well. Yes, heat stroke. <laughs> Hell yeah, it does. Heat stroke heat as stroke, well. stroke, <laughs> you're telling me, yeah. under catering, <laughs> things happen, <laughs> things happen. Um, but so yeah, definitely um, staying calm on depression, problem 100%. solving fast, but also being able to lead by example. I think when you are directing or producing or you're a first AD, you have to be about morale first. Yeah. Obviously you want the product to be mm. great. You need everyone to feel equally appreciated, respected, you need to be collaborative. You don't want to be like a tyrannical leader. You want no. to lead you have by to find example a balance. and be calm. Because yeah. if you're not calm, mm. no one else is going to be calm. No. You have to like reassure everyone that's under control. You're chilled, you're making jokes and that sets the tone and then everyone will just get it done under you know this calm impression.
0: Is that, f- okay, out of a like percentage wise balance, mm. what would you say- uh, what's your balance that you've found? Is it 50, 50, 50% you know, efficiency, 50% be like a family person while like, whilst directing or whatever? Like what is your kind of percent?
2: Yeah, probably like-
0: 50, 50? 50, 50, 50, 50, 50, yeah. And that works for you?
2: Yeah, I feel like if people feel respected and appreciated, they love what they do because they're getting praised, they'll do a better job and then that becomes efficiency. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So it does come hand in hand, but everyone to their own, there's some really tyrannical like, I'm pretty sure- um, Fuck, there's a director recently that was talking about the fact that he was a really tyrannical director and he regrets it now. Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah, and he's done really well, though, but he was like, I regret not being more collaborative because I could have gotten Mm. a better result. And it is true.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? Well, that's sort of one thing I was talking to. um, I was talking to the animator yesterday and he was like, did you guys do a collaborative project at JMC and stuff like that? And kind of what Josh and I were saying when we started this up like we made connections and stuff at JMC, mm. but at the same time, like we're sort of like we did it within the film and television cohort. if yeah. that makes yeah, sense? Yeah, where we course. didn't really, well, myself, I can't talk for everybody else, but I didn't like, you know, branch out and show interest in other Yeah. For animation. Things, you know and what I mean? And like then like music yeah, and stuff Further like down that. the track when you're like, oh, how do I go about that? If only I went back and sort of, welcomed the collaboration aspect. Mm. Maybe I wouldn't have this problem right now. Yeah. So uh,
0: even now you're getting connections from places you didn't think you were gonna get connections. It's crazy yeah. where you find these connections 100%, from. Yeah. Especially you, like yeah. You, yeah I bet you have like a whole list of connections to everybody that but you need and in stuff. In
2: saying that they like the university didn't exactly cater to meeting mm. the other departments. They didn't have these huge parties and networking of like Yeah they, they didn't, didn't really cater. Yeah. We never crossed over with mm. them. Definitely there was not. no way you could have really yeah. changed that.
1: Cuz we're we're in our tight little tight little knit thing. We didn't really mm. feel like we had to branch out and sort of like- It also worked in that.
2: Exactly right. How do you exactly They didn't really cater for that. Which
0: kind of sets us up Mm. for failure, unless like you said, survival of the fittest. (laughs) (laughs) For failure, (laughs) (laughs) us up for failure. (laughs) Because literally, if you have no connections, what, you're gonna pick a fucking animator off the street? You exactly. you ain't. That's been the greatest challenge is finding one. I Mm. actually
2: think they've done them more of a disservice (laughs) than you because you can find someone, but for them, like how often does someone really need an animator mm. and they've now missed on an opportunity of working with you. Yeah. You can find anyone. Have, have I told you I've
0: or- emailed James C over and over again. He goes to David and then it doesn't mm. go past him. Like uh. they just don't get back to me. Yeah, so how about you Austin? I feel like I was coming from a personal place. What uh, stuff are you trying to learn about So yourself?
1: My whole thing was um, back at JMC, I wanted to prioritize um, like the major roles to sort of learn the Cogs in the machine of yep. how a film works and everything like that. Because I went into film school totally blind, mm-hmm. didn't know a thing about it. I knew you pointed a camera at a couple of actors and call action and they start acting. I knew VFX was a thing, obviously, but then that was all my knowledge gone. So it was good to sort of just take myself back and sort of just watch everything play out um, from your DOPs, PDs, um, gaffers, grips, even the production assistants, the um, the runners. It was massive to and i was like okay i need to find my place in this whole um, machine and stuff like that and then obviously you can only use this excuse for so long but COVID hit Mm. put a pause on everything and then i was kind of like oh i don't know if this is going to be for me (coughs) kind of deal and then you know it was quite a rough patch in my life where i kind of thought you know this is what i want to do but i don't know how to get there because i'm in my little bubble i don't know how to branch out i don't know how to do this i don't know how to do that and um one thing i've really realized over the last couple of years is like you and you know i'm an advocate for this is just you bet on yourself Mm. and the results will shock you like just reaching out and talking to someone about it and then um you know sort of sort of being vulnerable in an aspect yeah that that then well for example i'll use our example for it um when you and i were in that hole Mm -hmm. and then i just text you saying let's jump on a call Look at everything that's postponed from that. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that has been the massive thing that's changed for me. Like, this podcast, the progress on the film. I was saying, Alexi, when you were out there, that, like, if it wasn't for you, I don't think I'd be where I am now based on all the progress that I've made with all the films and stuff like that. Because, um, like you said, with uh, The Magic Man, mm. I was about to say that, actually. Oh, <laughs> don't reveal the just um, yet. With the, with the Magic Man, you needed a leg up. Yeah, I like need a needed an assist. I needed that as well. Mm-hmm. And so... Throughout it, it has made me feel kind of like a like stronger mentally. It's uh, made me realize that like, you know, whatever you're facing in life, um, you can just – sorry, I'll rephrase that. Whatever you're facing in life, you can overcome it. Mm-hmm. And whatever you're passionate about and you want to chase, it's not too big to achieve. Like you just got to take it one day at a time. Mm. You'll have worse days than others. Mm-hmm. That just comes with life. That happens,
0: man, yeah. And then,
1: you know, you get a tight-knit group of people that support you and all that kind of stuff, and you kind of just reach out. And then, um, yeah, one of my massive things (laughs) was, like, I was like, I feel like I'm annoying people with my, like, passions and like movies and stuff like that. But then, you know, when you just go, all right, let's see how they react, and then you talk about it with them, and then they're, like, reciprocating. You're like, what was I worried about? Like, why was I worried about that? Because, you know... Then it makes you feel good, and then it makes you want to build on top of that. And I think my massive lesson that I've learned is just sort of going for whatever it is you want to go for, mm. and then you like the results will shock you. And that's a testament to where we are now. Look at where so you are now, exactly yeah. right? So I think that's yeah. been the massive lesson. The first I've step's learned. the scariest. Yeah, 100%. And it's the last
2: step, just the day before production, and then yeah. after that, exactly right. It's all there. 100%.
1: Man. Yeah, I think that's been the well massive yeah things I've learned about myself. And yeah. I'm trying to um, tell people that as well. Mm-hmm. You know, people that are a bit nervous to sort of take that first step, just like, just go for it as well. Like,
0: Yeah, and like, yeah, like your concept is not an easy feat by any means, <laughs> man. Like, especially with the animation. And I mean, you went through this in uni where I don't know if you did, but I definitely got told, don't make twos a lesson because it's oh. too long. It's not a proper short film. It's not the proper structure of a short film. And you just got to, bet on yourself and just be like, I'm going to do it because watch, I watch believe me. in it. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I, I don't know, did you get this same thing? Cause we kind of had similar structures. Mm. Like we didn't have, would you say we had the traditional short film no. with the grad? No, no, yeah, no, no, that's no. what I mean. That's what no I mean. Way. We we didn't have the traditional short film. So even Brendan's like, mm, don't know if um, you, know, you, you want to make this, like you're going to have to cut out a lot. He's trying to get me to cut it. Did they try to get you to cut it down?
2: Like, in like script, time code. and yeah, in no, script, not script, in script, just time code. Right. We shoved out five minutes um, mm. by doing like a massive J cut, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, enormous. But no, like, it was so worth it. Like, 100%. I, like, I don't regret it. I mean, you got to learn how you want to tell your own story. Yes, yeah, exactly And, right. you know, I mean, if you're trying to win a film festival, then, then you know, maybe yeah, a traditional yeah. one's the safe way to go. But at the end of the day, everyone's got their own everyone's got their story own, to tell, yeah. their own structure, their own 100%. style, and you can't compromise that. Like, yeah. Yeah. if that's the I, that's way you want to do it, do it, and you'll yeah. learn on the job, and you'll make your own mistakes, 100%. and figure
1: that, it out. That's what I'll t- touch on as well is, like, Uh, expressing yourself is massive. I think that's massive Mm. and it's something I've never really done like throughout high school. I know we said before like I didn't listen in history and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But I was exploring like the creative um, units without realising that that was something I'm going to be passionate about later in life. Like I was doing photography, visual arts. Mm -hmm. There was a media unit as well that I was Mm -hmm. doing as well. and I just found it interesting but I didn't know why at the Mm -hmm. time. had a lot of growing up to do. And it was kind of at JMC. I think I've said it on here as well but like in our – period where everybody was making films and stuff i elected not to because i felt like i had some growing up to do as a person Mm -hmm. as a human as well so and i feel like i've done that now Mm. and um yeah where we are now i feel like i'm in a position to express myself and kind of really show people how much this stuff actually means to me kind of thing so i think expressing self a massive thing. that's it to
2: your point like it's actually very very valid that like you do have to confront a lot about yourself like mm-hmm. your anger your frustration your disorganization your resilience your mental health your 100%. you know persistence like consistency yeah. there's a lot to confront if you're not ready to confront it it's, it's overwhelming you need to be ready well you can postpone confronting it and yeah. yeah 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 you yeah, know yeah, wait till yeah. you're ready yeah. but it is very confronting to have 100%. to challenge that face on and you know have all those emotions at once plus people depending on you Absolutely, mm. it's a lot but once you get over that hump, you feel like you can fly and you, you know, you take on the role of a leader and you're able to really thrive in that environment. Yeah. And some people do and some people get stage fright and they still do it. You know, everyone's got their own way.
0: That was the, and I just want to touch on, because you guys were mm. sharing your, like how it's made you a better person and whatnot. Mm. Like there was a period of time where, like <clears> when <throat> we're in that hole and I was working with my therapist, right. And we're going through, I just want to get out of that hole. And we couldn't figure out the like you know, the way to get out of it. Yeah. And it all, you know, I didn't figure out the answer with her. She helped guide, but the answer to everything and even now was that kind of social connection and the connection with people that are like minded. Hence why when you hit me up, kind of everything fixed itself. Yeah, right. You know, we were trying to, you know, we're going through steps on, okay, let's try this. Shit, this isn't working. I'm still in this position, still this this isn't working. And what I've learned about myself, especially, is I thrive when I'm working with creative, like-minded people. 100%, and yeah. once that happens, that gets me in a good headspace to challenge everything that you said head-on and be in the best space I can to create a film. Definitely. And I think that's one of the most important parts of this industry: find like-minded people to, you know, start with and and with whatever to help you guide your way on your journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's also about
2: trusting your next step and, like, to your point as well of like. Having people that you can trust. This industry is like being surrounded by sharks. Yeah. And, you know, there's some people that want to support you and there's some people that are out to get you. Mm-hmm. And there's this, it's so random. I've got a really random friend that lives in America. Um, yeah. He's like near New York. I forget the place. It's like this really small town. There. No. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joker turning into Batman. No. <laughs> no, I don't even, I, I can't think of what it's called. But, yeah. um, we met through some Facebook group about film and he was just, his name's Cody and he was just so supportive. And even now, like we've been talking for three years on and off our schedules have whacked. He's mostly an actor and he's just smashed all the time. And it's so nice to have someone that supports you because he'll just message me every few months just saying, hey, I know we haven't had time to talk to you. We'll let you know I'm proud of you. And I'm cheering you on from the sides, and it's so nice to have mm. people that are out there to support you and not out there to get you, because yeah. yeah. it's definitely fifty-fifty, <laughs> like. you Don't mess with that. I'm sure you've experienced that as well. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's
2: definitely.
0: definitely.
1: Yeah. Hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. But um, good to have people in your corner. I guess. Yeah.
0: Another yeah. massive challenge in this industry is funding, which. Take you to my next question, right? Uh, I mean, tell me, be a sponge, right? <laughs> <here>. <laughs> we let me lean in, yeah. Lexi, tell me experiences so wow. in the world of indie film funding, right? <laughs> what have been the biggest challenges, all right? And what routes have you taken mm. to get the best possible outcome? But also, what are the b- biggest misconceptions? Sorry, that's a no. big question. Yeah,
2: I feel like we're gonna have to break that
0: down. <laughs> Josh is um, used to using big words on this podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, um, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what was part A? Part A experiences.
0: Like, what, experiences what biggest challenges? Funding? Yeah.
2: Okay, biggest challenges getting the money, getting the funds. I remember for Bad Beat, I funded the hell out of that. I think we raised fifteen thousand. Like it was an exhausting process of constant. It's a full time job.
0: It is a full time job.
2: So yeah, yeah. Which is interesting that you say that because then I met up with this producer from Brazen Lot, which is a production house in Paddington. And I remember I met up with him just after we'd finished production for Bad Beat. And he said, how did you fund it? And I said, oh, you know, it's just a lot of work. You know, $15,000 is a lot to try and raise. And he goes, you know, what's interesting. The time that you put into trying to advertise that, you could have actually just made that money yourself. And that totally changed my perception. Ah. And I was like, he's got a point, but what he doesn't get is that while you're trying to get it funded, you're simultaneously marketing it. So it's a two in one, but you can't, constantly drag money out of people. You only have a specific network, usually family, friends, and some filmmakers you've crossed paths, right? Not everyone's going to dig in their pockets. They don't see the benefit and sometimes they never see the product of the film. So why should they give you their money? Exactly. And they'll Mm. only do it once, maybe twice, and that's it. And you can't keep ripping it from them. Exactly, right. So for Bad Beat, that was funded. I think I put in five grand. We raised 15. Five grand was being drip fed through production design, which like since before we even- put yeah. up the fundraising. Um, girl, by then I was like, screw this. We're not doing a crowdfunding. I was like, I'm gonna self-fund it. I'm gonna take this guy's advice. Yeah, And you know what? It was a hell of a lot less effort, mm. but you have to be ready to put $15,000 on a chopping block. Yeah. And people get scared when you say that, but you're not taking it from your savings you're just not putting anything into your savings and yeah. you're drip feeding it straight through where the costs need to go. Yep. So it doesn't feel like it. You're not losing money, you're just not making money. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, have to look yeah. at it like that. Exactly or you're right. gonna kick yourself. I spoke to someone recently that was talking about like funding their film and they're like, fuck $15,000 is a lot of money. And I was like, well, if you've got that attitude it is. I was like, you need to be yeah. earning it and spending it at the same time. And you need to give yourself like eight months of pre-production so that you can be funding it as you earn yeah okay. i was like oh you're gonna kick yourself so that was for girl we also and then to market it and fund it we did this like huge concert event at this totally random joint in marrickville i went. Mm, you did go it was a <laughs> lot of fun and like i think the tickets are like 50 bucks and then you had to pay for your own drinks we created specific drinks related to the film with our own right. ingredients um And that was super, super awesome. We had like bands volunteer to come up and play. (laughs) And then that was how it was marketed. You know, we sold merch, we had photography and that was super fun. We probably only actually made about a grand out of that, but it was more about the marketing. And then for Sasha's game, that was kind of like, I probably put in five to 10 grand. Uh, My mom helped significantly, thank Mm -hmm. God for her. Mm -hmm. She really believes in this film. We do come from a Jewish background. And obviously the Holocaust is a massive yep. um, story of discrimination and survival for the Jewish people. Yeah, definitely. So for her, that was really important because obviously of some of our family down the line we've lost. Um, so she was really, really helpful in that. And then the author and her husband were really generous with helping to fund that. Mm-hmm. The rest was crowdfunded, but like that film was like $50,000. That's like a nuts mm. price. That's a crazy figure. Wow. Um, it's impressive though. So... Yeah, it, it, like it's, yeah, the misconceptions is that the money just comes. And yep. I think ironically, the misconception comes from the crew that assume that you just have $50,000 and they don't actually understand where the money's going because that's not their job. That's yeah. the producer and director's yeah. job. So they start quoting you ridiculous prices thinking, well, if it's a $50,000 film, I should be getting 10000 oh, But they yeah. don't understand that none of that is just change. Yep. Like you're like skimming it. Mm. You know, and sometimes you're over. We were over by like twenty grand. Like you know, for Sasha's game. Mm. Yeah, it was. I thought it was only going to be twenty five grand. Oh and then right. I, It was okay. like okay, maybe thirty grand. Then all of a sudden it's like fifty grand. Fine. You know. Oh god, that scares me. I think, <laughs> <laughs> it does. It does. So you got over budget. I've learned my lesson. Yes. And Gamble something to learn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't very <laughs> gambling. But what I do recommend is something I didn't think of, which now that we're outside of uni and you're working with professionals and they expect a higher quality of service, you have to put aside at least $500 for coffee because yeah. oh, your runners are well, gonna there pay you go. for the coffee. That's, that's
1: massive, yeah. And
2: you, they're not gonna pay you back for it and you're gonna be bearing that cost. For you, it's one day. So I mean, figure it out like $4 times. But who do you say not people, gonna pay back? The individuals. Oh, they right. yeah. just tell the yeah. the runner they want coffee yep, yep. and then it's coming out of your pocket. Then all of a that's sudden right. they yep. want a bacon and egg roll and then that's also on your card. And yep. then before you know it, your thousands of dollars That was debt. fucked.
0: That was on Girl, right?
2: No. Well, Girl was fine. I was fine with bearing that cost right. because I felt comfortable with that. But Sasha's game, I think we spent $3,000 on coffee orders and people's random requests at the shops. Fuck. And right. that was not taken into consideration at all. Definitely. So Shit. yeah, that's something to bear in mind is you can have a coffee machine. Wait, I was going to say, have- bring
0: some some coffee. You'll be fine.
2: Hmm. That we had, we had oh everything in, but God people God. want their coffee, you yeah, know, you yeah. so you got yourself. to bear in mind, but it's a professional oh, yeah, production, true, true. they <laughs> have different standards. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's my to bear professional on. That was The misconception is that people see a budget of whatever and they see a production value and they go, holy shit, that's a lot, I should be getting more. Yeah. But they don't realize that's that none of that is disposable income at all. Yeah. And they also don't realize it's your pocket. Oh, so I was about them, to say that, that out of your pocket, yeah. But for them, it's an extra thousand dollars that they feel like they deserve but for you, that's $51,000 that you've lost. That's yeah. a salary, that's a mm. year's income. Like, So I think that's definitely a misconception. I'll tell you a, sure. a big
0: misconception miscon- that I know me and you agree on, mm. what you will as well, is that film grants that you can use film grants to fund your film and Screen Australia <laughs> yes. actually does something. But
1: they have to have specifics. Oh,
2: you've got to be regional. Torres Strait Islander is yep. preferable. LGBT. LGBTQI is yep. great. If you have any story related to that, yeah. right. they want it to be a First Nation story ideally. Yeah. You know, there's so much you got to fit into that you'd right. almost have to write the story specifically Based to right. get funding. Oh, so
0: film grants in general, pointless because you ain't going to get them, right? Oh. Uh, like say Very for unwindly. for wine coming up right, no don't 18, <laughs> 1890s, London based,
2: not nah. like Australian, period. They based. want regional. They want Australian. They want First yeah. Nation story. They want LGBTQI. Yeah. Yeah. They want um everyone to be like properly. You can't have any volunteers. They want everyone properly paid. Mm. Uh, but then that budget skyrocketed. So yeah. then you know it's just it's just super not feasible. hard. The documentation hard. that goes into it, you, you could have earned that money by then. Yeah. By yeah. the time you're done the documents, they want like big names that they've heard before that have done well in the industry. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So I just think it's not. The totally route to go down it. is
0: self-funding, you say?
2: I believe so, yeah. I'd say self-funding if you're in a financially stable enough position to help that. Um, you can do like half-half, but you just need to go into the whole crowdfunding thing with no expectations and say- I might not make it and my plan B is I'll self-fund it or I'll self-fund and compensate whatever I don't make. Yeah. But this is more of a marketing ploy for me.
0: I think the first time, though, you do crowdfunding, you're at an advantage compared to the other times because people aren't going to give you – well, I don't know. That's yes, what I've been – people aren't always going to give you money for your films.
2: No, they'll do it once and they won't so, yeah. really
1: want to do it again. That's so I think it's sweet. Flexing yeah. the crowdfunding muscle? Is that what
0: yeah, yeah, thinking? yeah. Once people flex their crowdfunding muscle, it's yeah, not exactly. as strong not. the next time. Yeah. Agreed. Exactly. So, 100% agree. But yeah, so self-funding. Yeah. But mm. What do you say to people that are daunted? Like like daunted by doing that, putting their own money into something that kind of won't, or may or may not eventuate into something. I think it kind of goes back to you betting yourself, yeah. kind of thing. Uh, yeah, say. I
2: say put your money where your mouth is. If you believe in yourself, it's the same way you go on a share and you bet on lithium or whatever, and you put your money into that, you're hoping it will spike. You're you're putting your money. It's an investment. It's yeah. an investment mm. in your future. If you don't believe in yourself, why would you expect anyone else, else to dig else into their pocket it. for you. Mm, it's not fair. Put your money where point. your mouth is and bed yeah. on yourself. Exactly. And if right. it doesn't yeah. turn out, hell, you've got a really cool project to show your kids one day. Exactly right. You, you do.
0: You know, you have a little portfolio that you're making and stuff hmm. like that. And then say, look, maybe m- say you don't go anywhere in the industry. Maybe you can inspire the next generation. So finish what I did kind hmm. of thing. Exactly if right. we roll
2: it back though, it's also about self-growth, right? Then you're, you know, you're putting your money on self-growth. Yeah. And that's also a great investment. If you look at it that way, uh, yeah, exactly It doesn't right. have to be about just getting a film and, you know, becoming rich, famous, and successful. It can also just be about self growth and just doing something that's on your bucket list for your life. Exactly
1: right. Yeah. You know, massively.
2: Just having something cool to look back on when you're old and be like, I did something awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah. 100%. Mm. I think well, to touch, sorry, to yeah, cut no, you no, off. But no, to no, touch no. on that, I remember when I started JMC, mm. I remember it. I'll try to make this make sense i am not good with words so i apologize in advance <laughs> but um when i was starting jmc i was like all right i'm enrolled the start date is this date but i cannot picture it happening it's going to happen mm. but i can't picture it happening yeah. it was just like something that like this doesn't happen to me like I, I, like i'm doing something for myself here kind of thing i'm having that similar with the film, uh, the film yeah, november 25th cool. i'm like it's it's happening
2: Things are emotional. I felt that
0: leading up to my first one as well. You know what?
2: You never stop feeling that. I'm not going to lie. It doesn't ever get easier. Like you feel less sick the day before, but- Every single time you're like, there is no turning back. There yep. is no turning back. People are relying on you. It never, ever, ever gets easier. When yeah. I
0: finished Choose a Lesson, I've told this story. Mm. It was you who I was talking to. I remember I came up to you, gave you a hug, and I was like, Lex, I don't know how this is going to turn out. Because we finished filming. I'm like, what the fuck has just happened? This has been a shit show of a day. How is this going to work? Because <laughs> I'm having to do the magic, fucking shits flying everywhere. I'm like, God. how is this going to come together and live yeah. like just
2: you just got to trust the you got to trust the process yeah, you gotta, that's 100%. like a prime example you're shooting out of order you don't really know what's happening you're capturing one moment here and you're going to cut it and use that moment somewhere else and yeah god knows how but it works mm.
0: you just got to trust it <laughs> exactly okay. yeah. right uh, one more question and yes. we'll do this real quick because then we'll go into the progress as a writer mm. and a producer and a director at the same time you know that's a lot to balance yes some could say could if you're doing that long enough, it could lead to burnout. Oh yeah. <laughs> How do you avoid that? You don't. What's the healthy balance? No, you, you don't. don't avoid you it? You don't, okay. uh, I had a <laughs>
2: really bad burnout a few months ago where I was like down for three weeks and I was like sick, I wasn't eating, couldn't get out of bed. I had to call in sick to work. I actually walked into work and my boss looked at me and he turned me away and said, go back home. Jeez. Cause I looked that bad. And then when I came back the next week I had like slowly recovered. And my other executive said, um, yeah, we were really happy that you left last week because you look terrible. Mm -hmm. And I was like, because I'm usually quite bubbly. I go into the office, I'm smiling, I'm conversational, I'm social. And I walked in and I just felt like shit. I know I look like shit. Like, you know, I think like it can only be avoided if you pace yourself. But in this industry, you don't really have that luxury and time I think for women maybe is ticking. I was talking to Josh about this, like not saying the time isn't ticking for men too, but- Women have body clocks and stereotypically they raise the children. They have to carry the children. The men can't do it, unfortunately. (laughs) I wish. Um, So we've got to like carry the children. You've got to raise them and then your life's nuts, right? And men can probably wait till they're 40 before they start thinking about kids. That's very socially acceptable. For women, 35 is getting late. That's late. You're usually around 30. So if I'm 23 now, I've got seven years. So the time for me feels like it's ticking. And I feel like for a lot of women, female, like female um, mm. filmmakers, I'm sure they relate that. So you feel like you feel have to get as much done, done as you can in, in this In the next time. seven years. Okay. So that okay. your career is propelled. So that when you pick it back up after kids, yeah. you've got the momentum to do that. Gotcha.
1: Okay. Shit.
0: So you're basically saying <laughs> there's no way to avoid it. Prepare for burnout. <laughs> well-
2: For you guys, it might be you guys can pace yourself, and I think I put a significant amount of pressure on myself. Yeah, okay. And maybe I'm the outlier, maybe I'm not. Yeah. But I think this year was too much. So next year, I've told myself, how about one film a year? It doesn't work like that though, because then post production goes into the next year. That's true. So like last year, I did Girl, and I was like one film a year done, and I was like next year I'll do maybe another film, but then on the way to filming Girl, um, Anita, the author of the new film of the book she was calling me and I was reading her book on the way to that production.
1: Mm. And then
2: I was writing the script during that production. And then in January, the script was done and then you just hit the ground running and then the TEDx opportunity came up and then I produced someone else's TEDx. So then that's three films that are in production just that year plus the post-production of Girl. Mm. You know, it's a lot to juggle. So the one film a year... Doesn't really work. because The film is not January to December. Yeah. It's like pre-production, post, like you know, production, post-production, yeah, 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 sound yeah. editing, festivals. Fuck. It's really two years, a year yeah. and a half. So yeah, the one film a year rule. I love that rule. I try to stick by it, but mm. it can backfire. A lot
1: of things happen, like you said. With yeah. um, you got to to say no. The budget with your um mm. film. You know, when you mm. you plan for fifty k, yeah. Then there's fifty one k, yeah. And then similar to like yourself, like one film a year, but then. TEDx comes up yeah, and you're talking to your next, uh, Anita, did you say Yeah. yeah. Was? You're talking to her about the film on your way to your film that you're making. Yeah. So things come up. Mm. Yeah, so I think you've
2: got to be okay to say no. And I think boundaries is the biggest thing I've learned. Like, because there was a few things that I definitely could have said no to and it would have made my life so much easier. Yeah. Or if I said, you know what, I'm going to take three weeks off of work because I acknowledge I'm going to be stressed. Mm-hmm. That would have been incredible. But like instead I was like, yes, man. Mm. And I took on everything and i sorely regretted that on those three weeks that i was ill definitely i
0: think to wrap this kind of Mm. question up that's the answer learn to say no
2: yeah set healthy boundaries be okay with what you're gonna lose like either way you win and either way you lose because you might think you're winning but when you lose you're gonna lose yeah
0: there you go perfect the next segment of this podcast as per usual the progress i reckon we start with you lex what's going on what are you doing with your <laughs> films at the moment? This
2: was unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. Um, what have you got going on? We're your- wrapping up post-production for Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, our composer's only available in November. She's a busy mm-hmm. girl um, and a very talented girl. So that one we're going to try and wrap up. The editor's in Italy. So matching a time is her compromising her Saturday mornings and me compromising my Saturday nights which is a big compromise. Sasha's game is in post-production as well. Yep. And we finished the TEDx one. And then I'm, we almost finished a feature film that I've been co-writing for a year and a half. Oh shit. Yeah, so almost done. It's actually really funny, mm. um, so I'm really excited about that. Uh, Denzel Washington, if you're watching this, <laughs> he needs to be oh, unleashed. I
0: know, yeah. I know. Yes, yeah. I know. And then yep. the
2: other day, I was like, oh, Timothy Chalamet could be a good. Oh my god. To, like, be would any sport. work
0: get done though? Like you guys oh, will just I'd be, be hanging out and oh, yeah. All that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brad, turn off now. <laughs>
2: He knows. There's no shame. Him oh. and
0: Tom Holland. Him and Tom Holland. To I was going to yeah. say
2: <laughs> they're like the Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio of our generation. Oh <laughs> shit! Obsessed. Um. So yeah, that's kind of coming to a
0: you, halt now. You. What are you doing with these films when they finish?
2: Uh, I mean, the feature films. Hopefully, getting them out, like yeah. off the ground and getting them funded. Um, Have a girl
0: and um. Sasha's Girl game.
2: film festival, Sasha's game premiere then film festivals maybe. will kind of look it's a 40 for minute girl film. Or um Sasha's no, game. for Sasha's game it's a 40 minute film so it's like film festival is going to have to be all right with that. Yeah. I don't think they would be so that's going to be a gamble. Are we
0: allowed to say the other alternative or not? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to check it uh, and make sure. <laughs> all right, cool. Do you know? I think I might have told you. No, uh, uh, we'll tell you off. Yeah, we'll tell you off When we're
2: off air. Okay. Yeah,
0: we're off air. <laughs> Alrighty. So, and um, you working on anything uh, next year, Lex?
2: I hope not. Oh, I'm working on yours. <laughs> I said I hope <laughs> not. Oh <my> God.
0: <laughs> wow, all right. All right. See you guys. No, Thanks for listening your... to that.
2: All right, guys. See ya. <laughs> no. uh, yeah, I'm talking about boundaries. Like I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am, I am. I'm producing Josh's There yeah, well. we go. I I we got a producer. I actually am excited. Yeah. Uh, minus the fact I said, hope not. But I meant more for myself. I hope not yeah. for myself. <laughs> Cause you
0: do need but a break. Yours
2: is okay. You do but for mine I need yeah, a break.
0: It'd be good to kind
1: of yeah. just take a step back. Yeah, take a well, step. I said I'll
2: just 100%. spend the year writing and yeah. then just get a hell of a lot done. Like hopefully get two, three mm. feature films done that year mm. and then do Josh's and then, yeah, we're, we're, up. then we're out. How's progress for you, Austin? Uh, Look at you, you're the podcast host (laughs) now. I'm
1: threatening Um, your position here, Josh. Just see her slowly. Yeah, (laughs) take this as a
2: threat. Yeah, what else I did at the (laughs) end. Yeah, I'll Photoshop myself in the middle, my head's where the on air Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) No, imagine I do it like both (laughs) sides (laughs) like this.
0: (laughs) Oh shit, that's funny
1: as hell. Um, No, progress for me. a lot of things are uh, crowdfunding is a massive thing. Mm. Um, So, thank you for your input before because it's made mm. me kind of like churn a couple of October ideas. October 3rd? October 3rd. So, that's Which next week. Oh, it's when you're launching. Oh, that's a it? Not the no, it's
2: on Monday. It. No, it's a Wednesday. Oh, no, it's a Monday. Is it? It a is. Monday no, 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 no. It's two One weeks, weeks Monday. Oh,
1: I was yeah, panicking. Brian, I was going to go yeah. into Overdrive
2: after this. Can I suggest this. you post it on a Sunday uh,
0: afternoon. We can do October second which is the day before just
2: go like 4 p.m i think more people are going to be willing to do it than on a weekday yeah yeah. especially at the start of a weekday yeah that makes sense perfect
1: yeah Yeah. 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 so there you go the crowdfunding date has just changed um
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah keep your eyes peeled (laughs) and your money yeah exactly
1: right the crowdfunding yeah that's kind of i'm building it um coming up with perks and stuff like that um Mm. what are the perks yeah how's that going oh it's pretty much a direct copy and paste of yeah. your wonderful. For- I'll
0: give you some advice. Try not to do physical perks. Yeah, yeah no, That's one thing I've- <gasps> yeah. I have. I have something for you back at home. I have the perks from Tuesday lesson. I-, I eventually did them and I gave it to everybody I eventually- and I have yours just I at my even house. don't
2: remember what I did.
0: Exactly. But I did that <laughs> just so people, actually I'm not gonna say why I did that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> just so people don't get angry. <laughs> so when I ask for money next time, I'm like, oh,
0: you didn't follow through with your perks. I'm like, well, I did just a year and a half later. Well, that's the thing. It was yeah. kind of like a copy and
1: paste of- yeah. I was saying- Alexi, So you're like, going to get
2: rid of the physical packs now yeah. that you've had this.
1: <laughs> my, like I had a lesson campaign here and mine here just sort of building like that. Yeah. yeah. And then good, I've good, got to build good.
0: the Indiegogo thing. Um, Remember to do higher perk prices as well. Remember exactly, I told you that? Yes. That, yeah, sweet. that yeah. was my massive thing yep. as well. So For that's Sasha's
2: a, game, I did that. I yeah. had, Um. I think I had 100, 300, 500, 1000. Literally, yeah. cause
0: I had- uh, Invested do five dollars, ten dollars. Yeah, it's, I had investors go look. If you had high perks, I would have donated more, yeah, which was my biggest thing. Which I think you'll find
1: well, yeah. So I, yeah, I was saying that to Beth as well. We were saying, um, start it higher because a yeah. lot of people start at 1,000, yeah, start there and then, um, until <laughs> to
2: 50. No.
1: Yeah, <laughs> just every single time it goes up, just another zero. Gets you own it. the
0: film if you <laughs> <laughs> donate yeah. this, yeah, much. Yeah. <laughs>
2: um, yeah, your d- name gets put under direct. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no we were saying oh. that um because a lot of people will tend to go for like oh like i've got a spare five bucks to eat. like here you go but then in respect like thanks but no. what do i do with that kind of it adds thing.
2: up the way you got to look at it and this is the way i pitched bad beats funding and like it works it's a good mm. little manipulative tool you go like i remember i broke down two thousand dollars because two thousands off the limit and they said it just takes i don't know 20 people to put in x amount to get there yeah. and for them it was a manageable amount for like 20 people it's like ten dollars like 20 people ten dollars and that's whatever yeah you know that's one way to do it because mm. then Absolutely people can cool. grasp that it's not a lot of money for them but if enough of them do it and they're one of those 20 yeah they get you there over the line yeah
1: that's that's but a yeah way not worth matter.
2: perking it yeah yeah, yeah.
1: so mm. um crowdfunding <laughs> that's getting built um i've been i had a call with head of sound last week that went really well Mm -hmm. um giving him what he needs to sort of take off with what he needs to do for the pre-production on his side um production design is still going lauren's still messaging me here and there about like in that respect (laughs) like it's um even though i'm doing some work still it's kind of like i have days where i'm like fuck, i haven't really done much Mm. but then like things are happening not beyond my control but like things are happening that are Mm you know, still progress towards the final product. Um, had a call with Teague last night. Mm-hmm. And, um, he was very helpful. DAP. So yep. It was I said to him and I said it to Lauren as well, like when I created the Bible, I was immediately, I doubted myself. I was like, I don't know if this conveys all the things I want to stuff like that, but people saying to you what's in your head that you've put on a paper thing, it's not going to work. And then they're saying like, oh, yeah, this is what I'm thinking with this and stuff like that. You're like, that's exactly what I wanted yeah. to say. Yeah. Like, thank you so much. like what I'm hearing. Is what I'm thinking, and it's so good that like I conveyed it well. Mm-hmm. So Teague was going on about some stuff last night with how he wants to convey the message through visual language and stuff like that, and I was like, well, that's exactly what I wanted to do." Mm-hmm. He took on the negative space aspect, you know, I love my negative space, <laughs> um, and he was talking about all the stuff he wants to do. With I was <coughs> like, well, "This is music to my ears. Like mm-hmm. this is exactly what I wanted to do." Did you mention what camera he was thinking? He did, but I forgot. So Sony. We no, red Ari red Ari. R-A. Yeah. He said Ari R-A, Ari. Something No wonder. No wonder it's too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, And I'll get him to send everything over. But um, he's building up style guides. Um, then we're going to get stuck Crack into like short list, short list, storyboards, that kind of fun stuff. Mm. Um, and then what else has happened? I think that's about it. Animator. Oh, yeah, I was forgetting something. <coughs> um, the yeah, talk with the animator yesterday. He is on board if our schedules line up. Fuck.
2: <laughs> well, you're, if you're yeah. shooting if, It November, should be fine. That's the what I said to him. He can, can just take it off in January. That's exactly yeah, what I said to exactly. him. I
1: said, look, the shoot is one day, but that's totally separate. to You know, the, he could start whenever. He exactly. could start that's now. Yeah, That's exactly what I said. He said he's got a project going. I said, bro, mm-hmm. don't even worry about it. Prioritise your project you've got now because mm-hmm. we're worrying about the live action stuff. Because the, the animatic
0: will take longer to make it. Just yeah. give
2: them a deadline. Just be like November, October next year. It's going to take them yeah. a while. Yeah. And then just say any time before and get it done is with he hap- three revisions in mind.
0: Is yeah. he happy to do it within our price range?
2: Yeah. Oh, damn.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, there you fucking go. So, um, <laughs> yeah.
1: Things are like... The thing I've been stressing about the most is the animation. And then I was like, you know what? I know that's going to be another process. So, yeah. I'm going to focus on what's in front of me. Like... The people that have come on board and stuff like that worry about the shoot on mm-hmm. the twenty fifth of November and like that's my approach because I know that the animation doesn't have to happen by then. Mm-hmm. And then things with the animation, like yeah, um ADR, whatever sound design, all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. yeah. What oh, set is it? Did
0: I tell you I have um I got oh sorry, I'll go into that when it's marked. Cool. Yeah, sorry.
2: <laughs> Wait, confirming, it's literally one actor and dishes and
0: correct. Yeah.
1: So Oh no. Why don't there's um Extras. Oh yeah, sorry, there's extras. There's like three. There's a dinner table scene. Yeah, right. Then goes and does the dishes.
2: If it's just a Josh's, instead of storyboarding why don't you just get the that's DOP it? to come over and frame it up. There's an app yeah, you can right. use where you can do it with lenses. Yeah, that's what Lockie did. That's basically what does, I was doing
0: yeah. with- I was basically, what I was doing with the teddy bears. But yeah, you can oh, do it with real God, people. The f- <laughs> <the> fucking no, <laughs>
2: but like, but you do it with real people, but there's actually an app where you can choose the lens. So, in advance, he knows what lens he's yeah, using. Yeah, used it. Yeah. And then that way, you're not stuffing around on set, you're not wasting time. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So, that was another thing we Saves went over. A hell of a um, time. I suggested the recce dates. Mm. Yeah. And cool. he, we're going to do it on the Sunday, uh, 16th of October. Uh, yep. Sunday, 16th. If that's a possibility, yeah, so might yeah talk to I you about might it.
0: just not be home, but we'll figure it out. Just give us the keys, bro. don't Yeah, worry. that's <laughs> fine. No, it's, <laughs> true, it's true, It's because I'm probably <laughs> working, the but I can probably move it around.
1: Yeah, that. So yeah, we're talking about going through a recce, so then we can actually, like you said, we'll take yeah. photos and stuff like that. We'll figure out where things are going to be and stuff like. That. He's like, went into like the intricacies of it, like you know, if there's a window here that's going to let light in. Like, how is that going to affect the shot and all that kind of stuff? So that's yeah. stuff that me and him are going to work on over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and um. Yeah,
0: that's pretty Good much shit, it, Austin. Good stuff. Um, come on, podcast host, don't ask me how my progress <laughs> was. Josh, how's your progress? Oh well, <laughs> thanks for asking, Max. <laughs> well, I did like a bunch of stuff for you, Austin, which you know because I called you about it yesterday. But uh-huh. I'll, I'll run through what I did for you. So we've sent out the the dietary requirement forms as well as the working with children forms for people to fill out, which nobody has done yet. So I guess I'm gonna have to just people are fucking hopeless. Mm. In this industry, yeah, rule of thumb, yeah, <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, what else have I done? Oh yes, yeah, so I've chased everybody for their shit. Kieran said he's been busy on this Australian Great Bake Off or whatever, yep. so he's mm-hmm. doing that ASAP. Other people haven't responded to me yet. That's fine. Um, I basically we're just going to do Subway catering. I right. looked up the prices; they mm-hmm. fit the oh, fucking the bill. Um, it's so easy, as we'll long
2: as no one's celiac.
0: Well, you, besties. Oh, Bessie's. <laughs> there you go, but. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It's fine. That's fine. We'll no, no, no. What? what what's Celia? She doesn't eat fish? Oh, no. sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> gluten, right?
2: Goodbye.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pescatarian. No, gluten. So, right. What? Yeah. I spoke pescatarian is
2: like, do eat <laughs> fish? <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's what oh, I was right. speaking okay. to her
1: about it last night and um, I was like, oh, I think we're going to go with like Subway and Subway. Is there a gluten-free option you can have? There is, yeah. And if not, not,
0: I'll just get a gluten-free pizza or something. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. I said,
1: but if that's not, we can like I know shit she, she Easy, loves, you you loves can pizza get one so.
2: separate so what you can do because they've got an entire platter of gluten free or you get all the normal ones and just buy one roll totally separately. Bro, That's gluten free. Easy fix. Just do fix, it that way. Easy
1: yeah. Yeah. So, and then I said to her- So it's gluten like, Josh, celiac so yeah. yeah, is gluten. Hey okay, good Good to know. Celiac do it any fish. It's the silliest thing I've ever done. Maybe you should come on
0: set and just like <laughs> <laughs> overview. Make sure,
2: cause you don't imagine he brings everything without cheese cause he thought celiac was yeah. lactose. <laughs> and then she's like, I can't. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Shit. All right, yeah. Yeah, cool. Anyways, yeah, uh Dan locked in for the Data Wrangler. I don't know oh, why we didn't guy. fucking think about that earlier. What a guy. Yeah, so he's second AC because I think it was you who said yeah, second AC. Dan. usually does uh da, yeah. Dan Kugola. Oh yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I'm Cause like, thinking I about, about it?
1: it, I was second AC on Jays and I was Data
0: Wrangler. Yeah. 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 So that's what he's doing. I messaged I got a contact for a film mixer located oh, in yes. Melbourne. Okay. And he's also a composer. So when that time comes, Two one. there you go. Uh, with with a price of, you tell me this is good, 1.2. k.
2: Is it surround mix? What is No
0: idea. But Ethan, okay, maybe it's the one out. that Ethan's using for his film. And he said he's been and this really, includes highly s- Sound mixing. Just no, injure. Comp-
2: is he composing? To I it? don't
0: know. That's what I'm saying. If right. you want like, yeah,
2: to hear more composing. That, uh, yeah. But that's
0: a base rate that he does is cool. just okay. 120 flat. Um, Like I said, the budget. What is the max you would want to increase it to?
2: Fifteen. Yeah, that's super decent.
0: I love how it just looks straight at you because like <laughs> yeah. he looks at me and then my- <laughs> like
1: the is, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool, cool, You're cool, like, cool. how do I react? That's good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Are you sure? Yeah, positive. All right, 15 it is then because that would give us a lot more moving space. Yeah. We may not even need that much. That's the thing. That's yeah. We might just not need maybe that put a
2: cap on like what you're gonna spend because they're two different like <laughs> payments. Just put a cap on what you're spending on production, like live action production, and then a cap on what you're gonna spend on animation. Yeah, yeah. Right. Just do it separately. I reckon. Definitely.
0: There you go. And then what else do I do? Oh, I booked in some guests coming on the pod in the next couple of weeks as well. There you go. And then for my film, can we reveal? Kidding. Yeah, we can. <laughs> Oh, actually, no. We welcoming. Even <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yeah. yet. Um. But then, what I did for my film is I was like, "Fuck the treatment. Fuck the one-page outline. I'm just going to start writing." There you go. Yeah. So, sometimes
2: it's petty.
1: You just yeah. Like, I'm, I'm like, do
0: why it? I do it? Like, you yeah. don't do after. any of that
1: before writing.
0: Yeah. My script. Yeah. I know. I made you do it after. No, I yeah. agree. Yeah. I feel like you
2: do it like you write the script. This way, I do it anyway. You write the script. You do the treatment to see if the script actually makes sense, and yeah. then you fix the treatment, then fix the script. Exactly.
0: There you go. Well, I wrote the first scene. And uh, the first three pages, so I thought I would read you a little bit. Oh. that's all right. Oh, oh, I have to take this off here. Um, don't look at the screen. I'll read it to you just cause it's more dramatic that way. Oh, so is it?
2: Okay. Can we play the characters? <laughs> Kidding.
0: <laughs> oh, actually. So should we read this? <laughs> oh fuck, where is it? All right, so I thought the thing with writing this week, I was like, fuck, why is this easy? You know, and what I was saying to you beforehand. I'm like, why is this easy? This doesn't feel right. But then I think back of all the work that I've fucking exactly done. Right. I've that's... read the book back to front twice. I've broken down each chapter, chapter? Whatever Cha- you want, <laughs> You're yeah, it's i character. <laughs> break, yeah. Chapter. You I've, broken, <laughs> <laughs> I've broken down the chapters like in depth. I know the characters back to front. I broke, wait, did I say I broke down? I broke down the chapters and the characters, but I, then I beat cheated the whole film. Then I beat cheated the uh, proof of concept. So writing it just was in the back of my head already. Yeah, right. Anyways, I will read you a little, little, uh, separate little thing. Uh, Oh wait, is this wait? I don't know if I can Uh. because of the it'll give it away. Well, I was going to say I was like, are you going to come up with a cryptic way to do this? Oh fuck! Actually, thinking about it, all right. I'll just tell you I kept the line in, may the eternal torches of hell blast you. And then the guy says Ooh. the devil was once put in hell by a priest and he enjoyed it.
2: I remember you saying you loved yeah. that line. So I
0: kept that in. But yeah, so that's the progress for this week. I will give it a just because I had one day, I'll give it an eight out of ten. Nice. Well 10. Done, sir. Were you nine point five? Nine and a half, yeah. How are you, Lex? <laughs> It's been a social week. Yeah, there you go. Ten, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10
2: for a social week. Brilliant.
0: There you go. All righty. So now we come to the last segment of the podcast. Mm. I thought we'll play a little game. Cool. So your buzzers are going to be your names. <laughs> and what this game is is I'm Can we
2: like flip it and my buzz is Austin. His buzz is like-
0: That's so just, it's too just much so for my little brain. just me. You're
1: sabotaging
0: <laughs> the game. Too, hey. ma- too many yeah. games, maybe in ma- the games Maybe you're not Let's the podcast host. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, so this game is, I'm going to explain. Now we did this on the old podcast. I'm going to explain a movie plot terribly. Oh, shit. And you're going to, you know, say your name and buzz in and tell me what you think the film I'm describing is. And I have a question to go along with each answer.
2: Okay. Damn, okay, wait, can I object? If we say it at the same time- <laughs> No, you time- <laughs> can't object, sorry. <laughs> Approaching the bed, <laughs> I think if we say our names at the same time, I think we need a scissor paper rocket. Yeah, Yeah. Cool. okay. Uh, like out of one.
0: All right, you ready? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, let's just clear up the Explanation rules.
0: Explanation yeah, one. Right. All right. Grumpy emo chick ponders on whether to shag a corpse or a dog over several years.
1: Austin. Yep. Twilight.
0: Yes, well done. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> what? And my question to go with that is, do you think Robert Patterson would have been successful without Twilight?
2: No. I think that had to kick him off.
0: Austin. Yeah, no. You don't reckon he could have made he it by a, himself? I, I think, think it, it would have taken him far longer. Yeah. yeah. He wasn't a
1: big enough character yeah. in Harry Potter. Like everybody's like, oh, I didn't even
2: Harry know Potter. he was in Harry yeah, Potter. C- Cedric Diggity. Yeah, but that's the thing. I don't watch uh, it religiously. Okay, I watched it when I had my wisdom so. to that. I was like, cook.
0: All right. Fair <laughs> enough. So I reckon he- He's a talented actor. I reckon mm. he could have made it. I don't reckon it would be Batman as of yet. Or maybe he would have. I don't know. No, no way. Anyways, we go on.
2: <sighs> Next one. Why is Austin gonna win all of these?
0: Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio wanders a frozen wasteland in yeah, search Alex of an see, Oscar.
2: Yeah, Titanic?
0: Austin, the right yeah. <laughs> man.
2: You didn't let me finish.
1: Leonardo frozen DiCaprio wasteland. wanders, was like, wanders a
0: frozen wasteland in search of an Oscar.
1: He can see, but right. what did he
0: do in, in Titanic? Titanic? He
1: didn't wander anything. I thought
0: he, he won. He won an. Oscar. He wandered the fucking dreamland because he died.
1: What? <laughs> he
2: he wandered,
0: wandered a wasteland. Di- he wandered a wasteland on a piece of ice frozen, oh my and God.
2: won an Oscar. It was a
0: door, Lexi. So <laughs> <clears throat> what? It's a door in Titanic. Are you talking about Titanic or The Revenant?
2: Was it a door, <laughs> not an ice?
0: No, anyways, <laughs> anyway, my I question to go along that film, with that was, clearly. what role should Leo have won an Oscar for other than The Revenant? Or what is your favorite Leo performance?
2: Did he win for Jagger?
0: No, he's only won for The Revenant. Oh shit, true. Yeah.
2: I think he should have won for ja- I thought he was what, brilliant supporting in Jango. Ja- yeah. RRI. I thought he was brilliant in that. Hmm. Wolf
1: of Wall Street?
0: Wolf of Wall Street, biggest fucking snub of all time. Yeah,
2: that's yeah. cooked. Yeah. Did right, anyone cool. win for that? I mean, does he even-
0: did he Maybe get writing. No, I'm not sure. I'm sure. not sure. All right, next one. Depressed, widowed father teams up with mentally challenged woman to find his disabled son.
2: Jesus, Christ. say that again.
0: Depressed, widowed father teams up with mentally challenged woman to find to find his disabled son.
2: Austin, take <laughs> it away. <laughs> oh, right, what
0: films are fathers looking for sons?
2: For son, their son. Like think animation.
0: Son find
1: find oh awesome. yeah find a new one. yeah
0: well that <laughs> <laughs> depressed Widowed father son. team yeah <laughs> cuz he's, he's, he's got a little flit he's got one <laughs>
2: This is shocking.
0: And my the question worst game ever. My question to you: Finding Nemo or Finding Dory? Which
2: Finding Nemo. <laughs> Nemo. Yeah, have you it.
0: seen Dory? Yeah. yeah. You like it?
2: I kind of like wigged out halfway because I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah. You can't.
0: Really- <laughs> it's the kind of guy but from Modern they, Family. You Know what? The- they had
2: so much potential oh. to like mess with that and give it some mm. like Fight Club thing because we're in the mind Ugh. of Dory and Dory doesn't know what's going on. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. It's Josh's favorite it's Fight Club. All
2: right. Yeah, that's a good one.
0: Yeah. Anyways. You didn't like it, did you? You mm-hmm. don't not like get Fincher ouch. Anyway. No, I like Fincher. He did seven, yeah? Mm. Yeah, I like seven. All right.
1: When have you watched seven?
0: I watched seven, bro. When? Um someone recommended for me to watch it and it made me watch it for some reason. Why
1: why is this the first time hearing because about it? Because
0: I wanted to watch it before I watched the Batman. Oh, okay. Because but I wanted to see- Yeah, okay. Apparently yeah. it was yeah, like the same. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right. What? A billionaire, all uh, right, you ready? A billionaire devotes his fortune to cosplay and beating up- mid. Do
1: you know it? No, sorry, go. Oh, <laughs> we're still having a talk here. <laughs> well, turn I'm stressed. Up I'm, up it. I'm like top. losing. I've done no right. yeah. so Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Austin, that's why Austin's
0: winning. <laughs> a billionaire devotes his fortune to cosplay and beating up mentally ill. <laughs> beating I'm up the mentally ill.
1: Austin? Wait, no, no, I no, no, Lexi, Joker. No. Batman?
0: What one? Robert Pattinson's one. No. Oh, Dark, Dark Night. Knight. No, sorry, uh, Dark Buses. Knight. Lexi, Dark <laughs> <Yep>. Knight. Yes,
2: <laughs> Lexi, well done. <laughs> I'll be here on it.
0: All right, question. Is, so is the Dark here. Knight the best superhero film ever made? Oh, I don't watch enough. Absolutely man. fucking not.
1: Yeah, no. Oh, what? The reason why, it's arguably just a cop thriller. You take Batman out and put a cop in. Same thing.
0: Yeah, I just think also Heath Ledger's performance is overrated.
1: Nah, you can't say that. (sighs) Yikes.
2: You know what? Watch the comment section.
0: Fucking blow (laughs) your head off of that. Jesus Christ. Looking for a new coach. I'll let them roast you. I'll hold back. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, so well done. Point. So that's. um, Well done. Two. (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) Two for Austin, one for (laughs) Legacy. So you can pull it back with this one. Well. A young boy discovers that having hard wood in your hand can lead to all sorts of magic. I (laughs) know. I know. Austin. (laughs) What? <laughs> <laughs> and my question, Austin, have your parents ever walked in you with your <laughs>
1: Jesus
0: oh, Christ!
1: <laughs>
2: question!
1: <laughs> oh my days!
2: I don't like this game.
1: Jesus, that took like a
0: turn. Holy hey, okay. moly. What's your PJ. favorite and your less favorite Harry Potter film? Like. deathly hallows
1: part two yeah same um yep. and i think my uh, worst worst oh what's the one goblet of
2: fire
0: yeah see my worst is chamber of secrets
2: which one's the one where he swims underwater Goblet of Fire.
0: Uh, goblet I of fire. That one. you like that one uh, that's my second the favorite
1: second favorite mm-hmm. one for me is prisoner of azkaban because
0: well i like prisoner that's because i yeah.
1: think it was alfonso cuaron that came on probably what? Butch- butchered his name, the director. No idea. And I don't worry, it's not important. But you could tell that the production value took off yeah. with the third film. The first two were kind of mm. like, you know, a, a dream come mm. to life kind of thing. It was awesome and stuff like that. But the third one had like money behind it. And you mm. could see it in the actual mm. film. I was like, yep, I really like it for that aspect.
0: How um. about you, Lex? What's your favourite Goblet of Fire?
1: I had, well, I'm saying
2: before, I had my wisdom teeth taken out when I watched all of it. So All like, of them? Yeah, on one go, so my you were, brother did right? it. You were that
0: sedated for
2: one, two, too like more hours, than- Too many hours, too many hours. 16 hours? hours. <laughs> we were sitting there with like ice cream.
0: <laughs> Hold on, can you do that face again like, do, like to dripping, the camera? It
2: was like dripping out. And then this guy's like, huzzah! Oh!
0: With his hard wood in his hands. So
2: that's <laughs> Like unconscious for most of it. Yes. All I remember is like being a little bit frightened when he was underwater and these things were like coming at him. I was uh, like, yep. I woke up for that minute. So,
0: <laughs> well, I think um,
1: I did all the John Wicks when I had my
0: ah uh, yeah. Uh, I, see,
2: you gotta you gotta do it. You, you
0: know. see, they just announced this week that uh, John uh, no Keanu Reeves returning for Constantine two. Yep, I
1: did say
0: that. Yeah, good. Still gotta watch Constantine good, good, one. Good, 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 good. But yeah, I think um, now we reach the end of the <gasps> podcast, Austin. Wrap Is that it up. up. Is that um, waiting you, yeah, that's oh, it. Oh, okay. Well, yeah,
1: we've sweet. been going oh.
0: for like an hour and oh, twenty. So, <laughs>
2: guys, um, break this up into three podcasts.
0: My God, yeah. Josh, tell the people where they can find us. <laughs> Wait, well, no, you didn't say your little saying that you always say because they say it when it
1: finishes. Oh, oh.
0: If, Josh, no, you, you usually...
2: idiot! It's all right. I'll I'll take over Josh's <laughs> position for now. <laughs> you just tell me what where to say. Where do they
0: find it, us, Lexi?
2: You can find us on Spotify, Apple. Yep. Apple Podcast Music. Yeah. Apple, Apple, full yep. stop. Yeah. Um, and YouTube. Yes. Find us on YouTube. We um, are also wh- on TikTok, actually. Lexi, if you like to see little previews. Lexi, what's
0: the podcast called? The Pre Production Music. <laughs> yeah. I <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> well I saw it just go, oh, yeah. shit, it's off.
1: <laughs>
2: The pre-production <laughs> meeting. Yes. That's it,
0: guys. Yeah, pre-production meeting on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the pre-prod pod on TikTok and the Insta. The pre-prod
1: pod, nice. Yeah, awesome. So with that being said, we'll tie a little bow on this oh, episode. Yeah. And we'll me get me out job. of
0: here. It is cute, hey. It
1: is cute. All well, Thank you, Lexi, for
2: coming oh, yes. on. It was an absolute Appreciate pleasure. It. Guys, we'll thanks get you for again. being here today to interview. Oh, it was well. it's <laughs> been amazing
0: much. to be on your podcast. Um, I hope we get invited back again. You guys certainly will. Yeah, and I say that like... I really want to press stop. He's like, uh, uh, oh, and, like uh, and like, you know, we usually say to our guests, yeah, we're going to hold you accountable. But Wait
2: guys, sports bet never came up.
0: Yeah. We'll talk about that after.
2: Oh yeah. I'll give you guys some.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, we would say usually we'll hold you accountable, but I'm pretty sure. It should. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> you'll, you'll be fine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. Thanks Alex. Peace.